This is no off-season podcast. College football preview week six. Best week of the year. Uh, best week of the year for some, you know. Red River shootout is this weekend. That's probably the big game, the headliner game of the year week. Um, yeah, but big, huge game for us. And it's like we look forward to it every year. Oh, yeah. Real pumped up. You know, when like, you live in the state of Texas, you know. Texas, for huge Texas fan. I enjoy Texas. And I really think Oklahoma's good this year. So, I think this is an interesting matchup. And it's my game of the year for betting. Yeah, it's a wild, wild that you're doing that, but that's fine. It's a we'll, tradition we'll like none other. It's just like last week. This is a tradition like none other. Hey, man, that worked out last week, too. And it did. And I think this week it's going to work like out as Wild well. shit happens in the A&M Arkansas game every year. you got pick sixes, punt returns. Yeah, so that's looking forward to it. Uh, we'll get into that more in a second. Uh, week six is here. There's, I would say this week is very more in, has more interest in matchups than last week. Feel like last week you were trying to find the matchups that you can you were hoping for more upsets that yeah, weren't there. They, you were desperately trying to find the upsets that you. Could I was find. trying to talk you into uh, upsets last week. Yeah. I was like, out of the three games, the Auburn, Georgia, yeah. the Michigan, Nebraska, and Kansas, Texas game, none of them. And I was like, I don't think any of them were going to be there. Yeah, well, yeah, Auburn kept it close though. You know, Auburn did so, the, like they, Auburn did the best out of the bunch. But it wasn't like, yeah, it was one of those things where I just didn't feel like it was going to be any upsets. And you were trying to find any other upsets that you could, like South Carolina over Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another one. Uh, Duke beating Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Like, you were looking for the upset that weren't there. And it, but this week, the, you, I feel like there, there could possibly be, there is upsets this week. There is for sure going to be an upset this week from a ranked team to a non-ranked team. For sure. Uh, I think, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and we are also in uh, political ranking time. This is now, now we're in, we're in political po- ranking time. What are we ranking politicians? No, this is where, where politics come into ranking. Oh, this is where I feel like certain, I'm not going to say certain, I'm not going to say the, the group, but I think we all know the group. I feel like, you, you know how Rotten Tomatoes got found out that they're, Certain like companies pay for critics to give them a good review. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like certain conferences pay mm-hmm. APs, the press, to rank their team, to rank a team. And I think we all know that that conference. I'm not. I'm not going to point them out. I don't think that it's like that. I think the media just uh, sucks off the SEC so much that, that's, but that I, the AP, the news writers, because a lot of, I will say this, like a lot of the people that vote in the AP, like they're on the East Coast. They don't watch Pac-12 games. They, they won't stay up past 10 o'clock. They're older too. So you think an old man that's like 60 years old is staying up to like one o'clock? Some of them will, but not a lot of them. But this is what I'm saying. Like you look at it, at what point... Does LSU deserve to be ranked? And I was stunned to see them 23rd. Um, quality losses? I, you, I don't care about quality losses. Look, when you have Maryland, A&M, A&M's not ranked. Yeah, A&M should be ranked. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to put keep LSU in for... That's off of the preseason ranking, so of what they thought I, they were coming into the season. And that's they, what I, happens. I, I, I know. Get rid of the preseason out of your mind. I know. Get it out of your mind. And do the I A&M's lost one game to Miami, which is a better loss than Ole Miss. And is a if they lost to Florida State, neutral site, cool. They lost to Ole Miss. They had that game in the bag and lost it. So they shouldn't be ranked. 
A&M lost to Miami at Miami. They should be ranked. I, you can argue Maryland because they're undefeated. That's fine. I would be I'd be fine with A&M or Maryland at 23. The fact that Duke only dropped two spots, and they're like, oh, they played Notre Dame close. Fair enough, but Duke's not going to be ranked for long. I know. Is Leonard, Leonard's out. Yeah, for a while. Like, they said there's a chance he might come back uh, later in the season, but he's going to be out for a while, so yeah, like, they're, like their season's out. done. So, I would have dropped Duke almost out of the top 25. Mm-hmm. I would be fine with that, yeah. but that's projecting instead of what the results on the field Fugues, are. But like you should know, like Leonard's not there. They're that's like their whole offense. Yeah, they're not a top. Because like Kansas team. went from being ranked to out, and you're like, well, they didn't have Daniels, right? So shouldn't they have dropped one spot? Like a new, on a neutral field, who are you picking, Kansas or Duke? Yeah, I'm, I would say I choose Kansas because Daniels back might be good that day. We're kind of in that spot where. Daniels is a always a game time decision, and you hate that for Kansas. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see that because I think Daniels is really good. He's a great college quarterback, and him not being in that Texas game really hurt anything that you did. So the over in that game for me mm-hmm. didn't happen because Daniels was out. And Bean's a solid backup, but he's not Daniels. Yeah, and that really hurt them there. And I feel like that was a that was a test for Texas. They did a good job passing it, but again. It wasn't the full Kansas team I wanted to see. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't really take too much uh, yeah. out of that game since Daniels didn't play. I really was hoping he'd play so I'd have a better feel about Texas going into OU game. But like, And Georgia still being won after barely being I went on that rant two weeks yeah, ago about this. I know. But, like, everybody, like, even all the experts are just saying, Georgia does, is not the number one team in the nation. Like, they're not. And for some reason, the price is like they still won because of the preseason. You gotta beat them. You gotta beat the champs to get them out of the spot. Mm-hmm. But like performance-wise, Michigan, Texas, Ohio State, Florida State, and I would even say Penn State have all played. Even Washington have all Oregon too. So from two to eight, have all played better than Georgia throughout the year. Yes, I wouldn't drop Georgia to eight. Like I give them, I still give them the champion respect of staying in the top four. But they can't be one. No, I'd be interested if uh, the playoff committee had to do it this week on what their what their top four. It'd be crazy. It'd be anarchy because people would be tripping out what they would because they would leave out like multiple teams. I mean, who would they leave? Who would they leave out? Florida State, Penn State, Washington, or Oregon, or USC? Like out of that group, who are we leaving out? Like in my opinion, at this point in the season, it should be Texas, Michigan, Florida State, uh, Washington. Um, that's who I would go with, uh, but I, I think we've done that before. But this is why they don't do it this early because there's going to be teams that will yeah. chalk up losses throughout there. But there is a chance, there is a world. Whenever they do it, I don't know what date it is. It's probably another, well, like three um, this weeks. This is the thing: Texas plays Oklahoma this week, so that might we'll see what happens there. Florida State's not losing next, before next week. Washington plays Oregon, so they're going to knock each other out. Yes, one of them's going to get out of that. Penn State's going to play Michigan and Ohio State. So Penn State plays Ohio State in two weeks. Okay, so that 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 that'll balance it out. And I think in about two weeks, I think that's when. Uh, is it week ten or is it week? <clears throat> is it week eight when they come out with it? So I think it's about two weeks when they come out with the uh, the BC at, uh, the playoffs. So that'll be interesting. But if I had to leave the teams out right now, I'm, Georgia might be out. But it's hard to say because, you know, like I said, you got to beat the champ to get them out. Yeah. And you can't just take the champ out. 
Hey, man. That, but if you basing everything basing on, on the year, if I'm basing on the year, if this was so, if this was the basketball committee, right, the NCAA tournament wise, I would have Georgia not even in my four. So you're right. I'd have Texas. I'd have Florida State. I'd have Ohio State. Actually, I think I said I had Michigan in there. I mean, I need to put Ohio State instead of Michigan because Michigan and Georgia and are one and the same. same. I haven't played anybody. Yeah. So I but Michigan did dominate their road game. They did. They did. And then everybody's like, oh, it's a tough place to play in Auburn. Lincoln's filled and it's loud. Man, I like how all the excuses came out of the woodwork yeah. for the Georgia. Georgia game. Oh, like, they played it a, at Auburn. It's a rivalry game. It's at Auburn. Auburn's a tough place to play. You know how many times it's Auburn's lost at home in uh, like games that they shouldn't lose to? Yeah. Like, they've lost yeah. some to shitty SEC teams at home. And then if you, you get up on them early, the fans just fucking are like, oh. And then, But then you do that, right? You, you can't, Michigan's like, well, we played Nebraska on the road, hard game, and we only gave up a measly, crappy seven points at the end of the game. We dominated from start to finish. So, like, that argument of Georgia doing that, and then Kirby Smart saying he thinks every SEC team should be ranked. Did he forget Vanderbilt's in the he SEC? He baffled me when he said that. Like, <laughs> Did what? he forget Vanderbilt's in the SEC? Vanderbilt, Mississippi State? South Carolina, South Carolina lost North Carolina. Where are you? Where's your argument at there? They have three losses. Like you said, the politics are getting into. He's politicking. He's, he's really politicking, trying to say, "Hey, we play in the SEC. Michigan plays in the Big Ten. They play Rutgers and this and that. You play Vanderbilt, right? You're gonna play Florida. You're playing the mediocre Tennessee team this year. Like, let's relax. And you're playing Kentucky this week, which they they have more questions on. There's still the questions on offense with them. So, like, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Kirby. You're lucky Kentucky jumped, in, and then back to politics. Where's Kentucky? 20. 20th. They jumped seven spots. For beating a Florida team that we did say last week shouldn't Should even be ranked. Yeah. And they were going to lose that game. Yeah. Like, Missouri beat K-State. I think K-State's better win is a better value win than Florida. Missouri has a better resume than Kentucky, without yeah. a doubt. Uh, because they also beat a tough... Uh, I wouldn't say tough, but uh, like it's not an easy game to play Memphis at a neutral site. That's yeah. that game's not. That's easy. a good. That's a solid G five win. Yeah. So like Missouri's got a better resume. They should be higher. I'm surprised they might. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how Duke only dropped two spots when I should. They should be behind. What's about Utah should be out of the top twenty five too. Take their asses I mean, out. They got eight. They they gave they gave them the smack. I, I, I know you can't you can't drop them out, but yeah. fucking like their offense is so bad. That like I don't see him being in the top twenty five this season with the offense. Like they're just waiting for Cam Rising to come back. But the question is, whenever Cam comes back, and you never know because they don't really come out with anything. They just say game time decision, and you're like, is he a game time decision, or is he not? But like it's just one of those things where I hate Utah for that. Like oh, we gotta wait for. As a gambler, I hate betting Utah because I'm like, well, if Cam plays, I'm all in. I'm just always under the assumption he's not Not playing playing. every week. That's how I've been doing it every week, and it's been like working out for well, Uh, UCLA. It worked out once. It worked out last week. Yeah, Yeah. UCLA game. I'm still salty about that, but whatever. Yeah. So I think we're in a lot of politic ranking politics and where we're going, and then the argument because now. Georgia can be like, well, look who we're playing. We're playing the 20th best team in the nation in Kentucky. Yes. Uh-huh. That's a value pick. And I'm not denying but it. I but I saw that coming a mile away because yeah. like, Kentucky was going to win. I don't hate – I think Kentucky should be ranked anyway, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. I respect that. But, like, we're, then LSU's ranked. And you're like, 
Ole Miss has got LSU this week. And you're like, oh. I think Ole Miss is too high also. I think fucking they could have easily lost that game to LSU. They could have. They're, they, they're too high. They don't need to jump spot that many spots for being in LSU when they should have kind of lost that game anyway. I think they could have just stayed where they're at. I think Miami should be ahead of them. Yeah, I don't know why Miami doesn't get the love. Like, I feel like we, every, everybody forgets that right. they beat A&M. Right? And, and Miami's cool with it, too, because oh, no yeah, one talks about it. Talks no about one them. talks that about it. That Miami game is going to be... Oh. Damn, Amber Alert. Amber Alert. Oh, crap. We all got Amber Alerts here. <laughs> but, like, Miami's just like, we'll stay at 17 until we play Florida State, and then we're going to try to beat them. So, like, the value there, but, like, the value of that A&M win for Miami is just not there, apparently. Yeah, I guess the, they're under the assumption A&M's just not that good this not year. Not that good? I, I guess. That's what they're, they're telling us, so, that's which is fine, I guess. Um, and, like I said uh, before, like, Miami's loving life because no one gets to talk about them. They could just kind of, no pressure, stay under the radar they're until... Very, it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like what Oklahoma did. They stayed under the radar for most of the year. Mm-hmm. And then people will talk about like, what do you think about Oklahoma? The defense has really turned around. It'd be like, they haven't played anybody. They barely beat SMU. They couldn't cover against Cincinnati. But Cincinnati really didn't have any shot. And that, like, if they, Oklahoma was moving the ball up and down the field. Yeah, they just couldn't. They, they just couldn't score. In the Yeah. And one of the, they just couldn't score. Gabriel had a, a very, wasn't a good game. I think it's interesting that, um, when it comes to, like, so whenever Oklahoma does play the big game, like, so they're playing us this weekend in the Red River shootout, like, so everyone has to have a take on the matchup and this and that. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, Oklahoma hasn't played anybody, and they're trying to break the game down, but they probably haven't watched Oklahoma play anybody because no. or play a game this season because when you say they haven't played anybody, like, are you watching them play SMU? Are you watching them play Cincinnati, are you watching that game? Are you watching them play Iowa State? Yeah, like you're not probably watching those games, so you really don't have a grasp on how good Oklahoma really is. Yeah, like they gave up a quick they they gave up quick points at the in the Iowa State game. After once they gave up the twenty, there was nothing. Venables said, "Hey, we need to get our shit together and stop giving Iowa State." Early early in that game, they were not tackling at all. No, but I but Venables sat down the defense, told them, "Hey, stop fucking around and win this game." And because and their they, offense was flying. Yeah, and then they just put it on cruise control in the second half yeah. and just like we're like, all right, cool, let's just get out of here. No injuries. Yeah. No injuries, get to the get to Dallas and be good to go. Yep. And that was the thing. Like they they have mo- their defense does I guess we'll just get into the game after the rankings. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Because their wanna... defense because uh, their defense has moments, right? And uh, where they just have bad moments. Like in the Cincinnati game, they had bad moments to where they were just giving up passing yards. Mm-hmm. They were giving up completions. But once like it got down to the nitty gritty into the red zone, they didn't let Cincinnati get anywhere. No, they made sure we're not gonna let you score. And then kind of the same thing with Iowa State. Now Iowa State did score two touchdowns, and then they were like, "All right, we're good. Stop playing. We're we're not gonna let you score anymore." So I could see Texas have moment like Oklahoma will have those moments against Texas where there's gonna like Texas is gonna look like a. Fucking powerhouse on offense, right? Between the twenties, yeah. And then once it gets close to Plus, the red zone, that's where things get. Because sh- we struggle in the red zone anyway. All year, yeah. we've been awful in scoring touchdowns in the red zone. Oklahoma's good inside the red zone, and I think that could be a key to the game. Do we get three points? Maybe not even three because our kicker's been Auburn's, Auburn's been, been struggling, and Oklahoma's good at stopping teams when they get down there. So I think that's the strategy going into the game. Oklahoma will be like, you can have all the yards you want. We're gonna score touchdowns. You're gonna to kick field goals. That's how we win the game. Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty much. And what if anybody looks at last year, do not look at last year's game. By the way, 
Gabriel was out. They only threw the ball, I think, about five, six times. The quarterback maybe threw 11 times, and they were like, yeah, you can't throw him. Yeah. It was kind of like um, the COVID year, and I brought this up to you off the off the podcast, but it was kind of like when Denver didn't have a quarterback for COVID, and mm-hmm. they couldn't delay the game, which was weird because they delayed every other game except that yeah, one. Yeah, you know, NFL yeah. just hates Denver, but fuck it, we suck anyway. So yeah, yeah and then they were like, well, Denver was like, well, we got to throw in the quarterback, throw in the receiver. He played a little quarterback in high school, and New Orleans knew they couldn't throw the ball, and when they did, it was bad. Oh, yeah, got off. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was kind of – Oklahoma did the same thing. And Texas was like, well, we're just going to put 10 in the box, man-to-man, you ain't going to pass it. And they didn't. Benavolz was just like, all right, we're going to concede this game, move on. Was it bad? Yes, it was a horrible loss. It didn't look great. No. And I think that's what everybody put – everybody has this one-year narrative on Benavolz and how bad they were last year. Benavolz needed time to readjust that crappy defense Luke and Riley left mm-hmm. And you and everybody's like, oh, they don't. USC doesn't play defense. Oklahoma didn't play defense, and so when Benables gets there and they have no discipline on defense, yeah, he's got to, it. He has to teach them the basics of their de- of defense and install his defense and install the scheme. Yes, and yeah. what he did last year was bad. I'm not going to say it was good. It got look at the defense now. It's a lot better. Mm-hmm. And you know they haven't played anyway. They don't. They making sure they don't score though. There's a thing when you say, like, Georgia's defense, you're like, it's not that good. There's, they're not that good. Not a, Well, no, when, not good whenever you're, you're putting out yeah, the expectations on Georgia, because expect- it is good, it is but good. it's not. The expectation of Georgia from, like, the past three, four years, it's not that level. Yes. And so anything Oklahoma did, like, you can't say Oklahoma's defense hasn't played anybody when you go. But look at the numbers. They're not giving up 30 points anymore and getting these shootouts. They're winning games and controlling the games now. That's where the difference is. Mm-hmm. And now, going to the Texas side, I think it's, I don't know, day-to-day for Sanders, probably a game-time decision for him. Yeah, he's going to be banged up. It's an ankle injury, so. Like, and yeah. this is the game. Also, Ryan Watts, the corner. Yeah, but this is the game where he comes out. Xavier Worthy has his best games every year in this game. He makes a big play every time in this game. It's been for two years in a row. He's got the quick screen on the first game, touchdown. He got the deep ball last year, touchdown. Like, this is his coming out party. He needs to come out. Well, he, not a coming out party because he's like, people like, know he's about known, him. But, like, he need, this is where people actually go, he's one of the best receivers in the nation. Yeah. Because I said he was going to win the, the receiver, Bilnikoff. The Bilnikoff Award? Yeah. And he hasn't, he's been good, but he hasn't been like, AD, uh, well, he hates being called AD now, but uh, what's I don't even know. Mitchell. Yeah, I was going to, like, I can't pronounce his first name. Is it Adley? Adley Mitchell? Adley Mitchell or something, something like, like that? that. Um, he's actually been the more consistent receiver out of the two, actually. I think their numbers, like, AD might even have a little bit more yeah. um, yards than worthy. But it really doesn't matter because they balance each other out. You can't take one away from the other. No. Um, I will say this though, since Sanders is probably going to be banged up, I'm thinking a really big game from Winnington. Oh, you think Winnington's going to have a big game? I think he takes the role in uh, the Sanders role yeah. and go over the running the same routes, which he's very capable of. Um, I think that'll be the adjustment that we make for that. Either him, uh, I don't think we trust our freshman receiver Cook enough to put him in the position, so we'll go with the like eight year senior Jordan Winnington. And I'll say this, I think. I think there's two. There's one big factor that I will say when you haven't played a good team, 
that I want to see what Oklahoma does, and it's their offensive line versus Texas defensive line. Because mm-hmm. yes, I, I'm I'm hyping Oklahoma because I do think Oklahoma is a good team, but I want to see their offensive line go against a top tier defensive line mm-hmm. and see how well they pass protect and create rushing lanes against against the. Really good Texas. Well, you say the best defense in the nation. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's where I went out there on yeah. that. Uh, I, I will say Penn State, Ohio State, uh, Michigan, those three. But they're playing the Big Ten, so that's why I put us play yeah. against different offenses. Um, but neither here nor there. Uh, that'll be a key if we can get pressure on Gabriel. Because yeah, if you get pressure on Gabriel, I, he, he will do. He'll panic. Yeah, like, you he, know. He's a very panicked quarterback. But if you give him time to throw, he'll find Farouk and all them. Yeah, Nick Anderson on the outside, yeah. Anthony Anderson. Their receivers are fucking phenomenal. They're, That's they're, they're better than what you think. Like they, they don't have the names like they they've had in the past. I think they're, they're really talented they're, on I the think outside. They're better all around. They're like, deep. They're deeper than just having Hollywood Brown or Michael Cl- Mark Clayton or just like one guy. You know what I'm saying? I like how you just left out C.D. Lamb, the I, Texas I, killer. I, you know, I, I was trying. I, I couldn't figure out after uh, Hollywood who else was it. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Killed us. It, 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 I feel horrible <laughs> because like they had right. It was supposed to be, and then after C.D. It was supposed to be Mims, mm-hmm. but it wasn't Mims because you know quarterback issues. Yeah, quarterback and issues like and whatnot. But now I feel like everything Anderson, Farouk, the te- uh, Stoops, Anthony, Anthony, like they're all even and they're all they all do their job. Like Stoops is a route runner and he's gonna get you the first down. Mm-hmm. And then you have Farouk who could go deep. Anderson could go deep middle. Like they all can do things and they all stand their lane and they do a job. And Gabriel doesn't have a great deep arm and accuracy. The accuracy yeah. on the deep ball, yeah. Like, um, that's what I'm worried about. He hasn't connected on it, but I could see him, especially in the past with our uh, secondary on the safeties, uh, on those deep over routes, they kind of get lost. So yeah. I could see if he's connecting on a deep ball, that could be a long like, day. Just think, if they're starting to hit some runs really well. That's that, the that, issue, though. That, I don't think they'll be able that's to run. That's what I'm saying. I don't I, think they will be able to run the ball against the main, us. The, my main like matchup is between the offense and the, the Texas defensive line and the Oklahoma's offensive line. Because Oklahoma hasn't played the defensive line this good. And Oklahoma hasn't been able to run the ball at all. Well, they run, they run, but they don't. They're, they're not like deep runs. You're not getting the great 30, 40 yard runs. Yeah, I don't think their run game is really good this year. That's the issue. And traditionally in the Texas OU game, the team that runs the ball better wins, wins the, the game. game. That's yeah. like everyone knows that for the most part. Unless unless you have uh, a Kyler Murray. Or, we won that game. Or was it the Caleb Williams one? Yeah, well, he ran for a shit ton of yards at the he, quarterback yeah, position. Yeah, but Bijan was running all day, too. Uh, he did not in the second half. First, the first half. First second half, half, he got shut down. They did a good job yeah. adjusting. Um, so they might have ended, ended up with more rushing yards uh, because of the big Caleb Williams runs in that game. Um, also, the linebackers for Oklahoma. They are really, really good. A, really, good really aggressive. At run defense. However, Brooks is good at making people miss in the hole yeah. with subtle moves. So him and uh, Stuckman, is it Stuckman? Yeah, I think so. Stoutman or Stuckman? Stuckman, the linebacker for Oklahoma, he's really oh, good at shooting that gaps. That transfer is a great run defender. He, is, he finds the hole clear and clears the hole and forces anything out. If you're trying to go middle, he'll force it outside and they, they do a good job. Oklahoma does a good job at tackling. There's... This is why... Except for that first uh, first quarter against Iowa, Iowa State, State, they were not. Yeah, but this is why it gets... This is why Benables is one of the best defensive minds in college. 
he adjusted them from being so poor one year to being really stout at making the, the adjustments. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people were like, oh, I don't like Venables. I don't trust him. He was awful for year one. Well, you know what? Oklahoma didn't like Venables, too, when, know, he was, when he was the defensive coordinator over there. And then they kicked his ass to the curb. Uh, and he had to go to Clemson to because they blamed Venables for what, what years. What is it? It was like fucking maybe it was the Colt McCoy years. He was the defensive coordinator over there. I think they brought Stoops back. They got rid of uh, yeah, Venables brought and Stoops. brought Stoops back yeah. from uh, Arizona at that time, um, which is crazy. So. Like Oklahoma, I think the fan base is in on Venables last year was a little rough, but I like how they're patient. They're probably really confident coming into the game. Obviously, they should be. They're a really talented team. I, and they're only getting better. Like, if you look at the recruiting class from ne- next year, yeah. it's only getting better. Like, he's done a great job of recruiting. I'm, I'm pretty sure guys he wants. Like, those are all Lincoln Riley guys. I'm really upset they didn't get to play Georgia this year, man. Yeah. Like, but, like, all the guys that they got coming in are Benables guys. These are Lincoln Riley guys. And he's adjusted Lincoln Riley. And he's got some transfers, of course. But he's adjusted his Lincoln Riley style of play mm-hmm. to his way. In a year. In one year. Mm-hmm. And you know how hard it is to get defenders to go from being turnover based to controlling a game. And, hey, we'll give up yards. Just don't give up the touchdown. Like, in that mindset. That right there in his own right is a accomplishment. And then for the offense to be not like Lincoln Riley, but good, still good, uh, still a good offense mm-hmm. and still scoring points is a shout the Benables. And like, that's the thing. I don't care that Brandon doesn't rate them. I, I rate them. I think they're good. Who yes. the hell is Brandon? Brandon Walker. <laughs> What's but, it called? Everyone just shitted on Brandon Walker in his Oklahoma takes. Josh Pate was shitting on Brandon Walker, too. Not really, but he was like, yeah, Brandon Walker. I don't know why he doesn't like this Oklahoma team. Because it doesn't. Because when you watch them. I know. When you watch them play, it's like a different. Because it's completely different from what you used to seeing. And when you... you have I to, Honestly, I don't think Brandon Walker's watched Oklahoma probably play this yeah, year. Yeah, but you have to take a step back, right? Because you're used to Oklahoma being flying, moving, offense, like that. When you take a step back and go, it's not Lincoln Riley. It's not even Stoops when he was there. Yeah. It's a different... Well, shit, no, well, early Stoops, early Stoops was yeah. defense yeah, all day. Early Stoops, yes. Back in the Stoops was offense. Lincoln mm. Riley was there, so... And there was another coordinator, too. Who was it? Was yeah, that's what I was trying to think right before Lincoln Riley and shit out there. Was uh, it Bryles? No, they didn't have Bryles. They didn't have Bryles? Nah. Uh-uh. Not, 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 not Bryles. Art Bryles. We're talking, <laughs> I'm talking Art Bryles. I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name. Are we? Yeah. Why? I, I, but Man, that, the dude that worked was back at uh, Art Bryles. Um, oh, God. He was back at Art Bryles and saying it wasn't his fault. Like, he didn't know. And like, it was the whole thing. He was like, like he didn't know, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, like, he did. He hid all that. He hid all that. Now he said everything. Was like, he could get it. He said he could get a college job right now if he wanted to. He just had to coach in high school football. I was he, like, what the hell? He, not, he, he got he, the job at Grambling State as offense coordinator. And they kicked him out the next day. <laughs> so, obviously, he cannot. Exactly. It was wild as hell. I was like, what the hell is but going on? But Art Browns is a great offensive mind. Yeah. It, yeah. It, as much bad shit as he did, great offensive mind. I He's a terrible human being. Yes, I know that. Uh, not, I would say terrible. He's not a terrible human being. He did a bad thing to keep cover for his for his team. Yes. He turned a blind eye to it. Yeah. And that's like Paterno. Yeah. Paterno's worse, though. I don't know why we're going that. Yeah, yeah Paterno's worse. We're going down the hole. Yeah. But, oh, also, I love that they have not gone. They stay, keep the Red River shootout in the Cotton Pole. I don't want it at AT&T Stadium. 
Uh, that would that would be fucking oh god! It's NFL commercialism if they did yeah, that to me. Because like, the thing you know. is, yes, the Cotton Bowl isn't sexy, but it's not supposed to be. <laughs> this is why. This is when people say, "Oh, the Rose Bowl is a dump," or it doesn't have the amenities and all this stuff. The right? amenities, yeah. yeah. It's not flashy. It's not this. The Cotton Bowl's the Cotton Bowl's the same way. You're not. This is why college football works. It's great because you're not there for the sweets and the and the pictures. All that's NFL. Mm-hmm. When you go to the Keep college, that shit that way. Yeah, when you go to the college game, I'd love to go to the Rose Bowl because I'm not there to take pictures. I'm there to sit, stand, watch the game. I don't care that they're bleachers. I'm gonna stand anyways. It's the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I don't sit at football yeah. games. I stand the whole time. If you, when you go to the Red River Shootout, you're not sitting. You're standing. It's split half and half, and you're standing the whole game. Also, at the Cotton Bowl too, the uh, viewing experience is really good. How they built it because the upper deck it kind of overhangs a little bit. Yeah. So like even if you're in the upper deck, you have a great view of the field. Yeah. And those older stadiums do a good job of having great views. Like NFL stadiums. Like, there's certain seats where you don't have a good perspective because they're so huge. And, yeah. John, like, getting a seat to be in there is just going to the game to be in the stadium. Whereas if you go to the Rose Bowl, because I've never been to the Rose Bowl, but the I Cotton Bowl. I love to go to the Rose Bowl. But the Cotton Bowl, like, um, it's really cool because I don't really think there's too many bad seats in the yeah. stadium. Do, at least for my are experience. Are the toys shitty? Yeah. Do they have, like, yeah, no, it's, it's, like, yeah. like all I, that, think, I think they've updated it. I don't think they have updated. the troughs. I don't think they have the troughs they probably and shit. No, I'm denying that. But, like, Yes, the bathrooms are probably still not the greatest. <laughs> Just like in the Rose Bowl. Oh, the bathrooms and, are not And the area is not the greatest, yeah. too, they all say. That, but I think they're kind of building up a little bit around there well, and stuff like, like that. that stuff. But you're, yes, you're not there for that, though. You're there to experience the, one of the greatest rivalries in college sports. In college football. And you're like, well, look at Texas's home stand. They have suites and all that stuff. Yes, because they need to get the boosters and to get the money. It's different when you go to the neutral sites in like the Rose Bowl. It's completely different. You're not because you're not there for that. You're there for that one game. You're there for that moment. Mm-hmm. You're not there to sell a booster, uh, uh, to get facilities or that, get a recruit true, or anything. That's, that's, the game is the the game selling yeah, point for the recruits. It's that, like going to that yeah, atmosphere. That's what that, that's what this game is. It's you're there for the game. You're not there for well. You're there for the fair too. Yeah, well, some people are, but you're there. You're definitely not. It's like a two thousand dollars seat right now. You're there for the game. <laughs> Right. Oh, is that what the tickets are going for? I think it's around there. It might, it might go up more <laughs> by the time. I haven't literally looked. Last time I looked, I think it was the higher up seat was 1630 Yeah. But, like, you're there for the game, and that's why I don't ever want an AT&T Stadium. No, I, am, I think they've, like, it's extended to... I always see things on this through the offseason. I think they extended it to 20... 32 or some and shit plus like the that. the state fairs there and it just makes it cooler. Huh? Right? Well, there's no atmosphere like it. In yeah. A, at a, you got, you, the world's largest cocktail party is cool over at uh, Jazz Milk. Yeah, but like, they don't split the stadium in half like uh, the kind, They've they, kind they of they done it. Do, they kind of, but It doesn't not, look as cool. When you get that angle, that bird, that Goodyear yeah. angle of this scene, the split, yes. and then you're like, there's a random Oklahoma fan in the Texas area. Then like, it's you, rare. You can easily pick out the random fans that just like, I bought a ticket. Oh, fuck, I'm on the Oklahoma side. God mm-hmm. damn it. Like that. And then the feel of a fucking 80-yard play or a 40-yard play and hear the one-half screaming. Mm-hmm. And, the- and, well, on top of that, the crowd is always cheering. Yeah. Like, there's always somebody cheering there's because always there's nothing. Wild. There's no... Um, 
because when the defense is on the field, you got the OU fans cheering, yeah. Texas fans cheering. If there's a big play, the other team – like, it's never quiet. The whole game, there's cheering going on the entire time. Um, getting goosebumps just looking forward to the game because, fucking, I'm so damn excited for it. Really glad I'm calling this game. This is the first year since – They said 20 – they said 2011 – but like nobody played each other, anybody during that time. Yeah. So like, this, this is like is the a, first year where it means a lot. Like, no, since oh eight. Yeah, I said it on Saturday night. I yeah. said since oh eight. Really, where this is the biggest one. Both teams are undefeated, and both teams are just like, who's gonna win? And we might see this down the road in AT and T Stadium, which is fine. That see, I don't mind the Big Twelve Championship being in AT and T Stadium. Right. But this is like electric. It's. We're talking about this. So you much. know the SEC commissioner is going to be at the, the Texas OU game. Of course he is. What though. the hell? That's wild as hell. Why is he there and not at College Station? Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he's going to Bo. Oh, he can't. He make could. It. He could he, make it. He could go uh, he first half. Tight. Yeah, he, he might could, do first half. He, he'll be able to make it. Traffic in Dallas though. He'll probably he'll fly. Fly. Private. Yeah. He'll just okay. like, he'll take a private plane. He'll probably go to both. Okay. I, I could see him making it because it's only like a 45 minute, yeah. like 30. Uh, yeah, 45 minute plane ride. Yeah. If that. So he'll probably go to both. both. But yeah, I thought it was cool that he's going over there, especially after the Big 12 commissioners shitting on us so much. But yeah. you got to do your job back at conference, all that. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you could tell. Very excited for the game. And plus, we live in Texas. This is just like a, this is like natural to us, right? <laughs> if you live in Texas or Oklahoma, there's no way. You're uh, first experience, well, like before I uh, became a huge Texas fan, our uncle, uh, he went to UT and all this. So you were playing a Pop Warner yeah, game outside playing. in the rain and cold. Yeah. And, uh, oh God, it fucking, uh, so uncle Kevin took you. I don't know why he took you to the game anyway. I don't know what think, the hell happened. I think our mom and dad went, they were going somewhere. They went to uh, San Jose. Mom went to San Jose because dad was at San Jose okay. for work. Okay. Yeah. But he took us and then he had the portable TV. This is bad. You couldn't watch shit on your phone. He had a portable TV. Yeah. And was watching the game. And that's the game. Uh, Quinn and Griffin ran all over us and we lost. I think it was 63. Was it 63? It was like 55, 10. Yeah. Oklahoma blew the fuck out of us. And then uh, after that, we went to Hutz and watched the Miami Florida State. Well, Hutz is no more in Austin, but yeah, yeah. fucking unfortunately, great burgers at Hutz. Um, I know we've been talking about the Red River. We're, we'll move off the Red River now. We'll give you guys a piece of mind. All right, we'll go. All right, Ohio State fans, we'll go to your game. Okay, this is not an eleven o'clock game where <clears throat> it's Maryland. This is Maryland time, right? This is where Maryland crumbles. Yes. Yes. He did it against Ohio State. Didn't he do it against them two years ago? Yeah. Where he played at Ohio they State? They had not played well at Ohio State at all. Big Ev was saying that Maryland always gives them a tough game. And I was like, I thought fucking... I, I think that's only at Maryland. At at Ohio State, I'm not going to call it the fucking horseshoe because it's no longer a horseshoe. <laughs> I refuse to call your state. Get with- tradition, man. Tradition, man. We were just talking about Rose Bowl. And yes, but Cotton when Bowl. you close the shoe, it's not a shoe anymore. Yeah. When you close a horseshoe... It's a circle now. It is a circular bowl? thing. It's not even. It's, it's, not, a even bowl? A, it's not even a good bowl because they didn't even connect it. So there's like, oh, there's still a horseshoe technically. No, it's not. You closed it. Yeah. All right. It's not like a. It's just not a horseshoe anymore. So when you go to Ohio, it's not even called Ohio Stadium. There, you don't have an advertisement. When you go to Ohio Stadium, Maryland's been awful. I don't think they've been close. Like he chokes in these big games. Yeah. Well, Maryland chokes in big games in general. He threw because I uh, remember backing him. I. Fucking remember back in Maryland against Ohio State at Ohio State. I, I th- 
Was it or it was Michigan? It was Ohio State, I think. And he threw a couple picks like early on. He was throwing picks like crazy. Unless I'm misremembering, thought he played awful. And I do not trust him to go in there against the Ohio State defense that is really good. Um, you're welcome. I guess we were a year late on saying that was a great hire for their... Uh, well, we said it last year. We thought they would turn around quicker, but it was like a Benables thing. Now, I will say they're not that physical, but the thing is, Maryland's not a physical team. They, not that, uh, yeah, you could run the ball. Well, Maryland has some good running backs, though. Yeah, I They're know. really talented at the running back position. Um, but it's not like Notre Dame or Mich- Michigan style. No, they, they run out of the spread, which yeah. is more convenient for them to stop it because yeah, Ohio State can stop this better than they could uh, Notre Dame or Michigan because they could have stopped Notre Dame in the second half. I don't know if they're going to stop Michigan this year, but like Maryland, they can easily stop it because it's not it's not the I'm going to line my quarterback up under center and just try to smash. Mm-hmm. But Ohio State, I think um, you were talking about coming out parties for uh, receivers. I think Marvin, Marvin Harrison, Harrison. I think this is it the is, is this time to come out? Yeah. Uh, I don't know enough about Maryland's defense, really. I mean, like, I, I haven't we're not going to lie. We have not watched much of Maryland. They have not been good. Uh, well, no, they, it's not that. Been, they haven't played, played anybody. anybody. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been a game to that they've been on to well, watch they, them. Well, they played Indiana and blew out Indiana. Yeah, I but think we, we flipped. Yeah. We didn't watch that game. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know how good their defense is, really. Um, be interested to see. Uh, I think I think the coach is bad too. Honestly, Tim Loxley is a coach. I think Tim Loxley crumbles in big games. Yeah, like he's got a bad track record, so he could put all this stuff to bed by winning a big game in Ohio State. We're just competing. Yeah, like give me a competing Maryland against a good team because every year they're like, "Oh, Maryland's a sneaky good team," and you're like, "Are they though?" And then they play these big games, and you're like, "They got blown out. They're getting blown out, blown out. Not even close. Not even close." And you're like, "Maryland's all right. They're okay." And you're at this point now where you need a, the Big Ten needs another team right now. Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily. They don't really need they it. They don't really They'll need be it. Fine. They, well, they have the Big Three, but like just to give me another game to talk about in the Big Ten. Yeah, other instead than, of the Iowa, than, Purdue, yeah. Illinois, Nebraska, Wisconsin. We yeah. all, oh, Wisconsin was that team. They 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 fallen off. They it's going to take fickle some time. Because I was going to say we probably won't talk about a Big Ten game again until Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe gambling will bring it up, but that's about it. Yeah. And even then, I don't even like them. I don't like gambling on Big Ten games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, this Maryland needs to be... Maryland and West, well, Wisconsin needs to come back, but I don't know if they're going to be able to come back. Not this year. Not yet. But Maryland needs to be that team. This is the year where Maryland needs to be that team where you could be like, I can see Maryland upsetting Penn State, Michigan, or Ohio State. Mm-hmm. If they get blown out by Ohio State, I'm back on the Maryland's just not good. Like they they're 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 below Wisconsin tier. They're in like that third tier where you're just like, eh, they're all right. Yeah, in my mind when I'm going through this game, I'm like, can I like I can envision because I've seen uh for some reason I'm picturing the Oregon game going back through my mind when uh they beat Ohio State at Ohio State. Yeah. Um, it's like I can see their offense kind of doing some stuff against them, but that was a whole de- different defensive coordinator, whole different time a couple years ago. Yeah. Um I first I think Ohio State shuts Maryland's offense down. And their offense is like everybody always says their offense is great. And you sit there and you're like, is it though? Is for it who? Right? Maryland? Yeah. Every time. Like we Maryland does a great job of baiting everybody into believing in them and then flips it and you're just like, fuck, why that bet Maryland? Or why am I even watching this game? 
because people think uh what's called Tungalova's uh brother yeah Tal- Talia Tungalova is good and I don't think he's good I don't like I don't trust him I don't see it at all sometimes um yeah so I think Ohio State wins going away I think the line should be like they don't know what to do with Maryland um but I think it should be. Well, a, I have Maryland, and I'm gonna hate myself for it probably. But I just—it's the funner pick yeah, to do it. Yeah, it's me it's, believing. I'm like, come on, Maryland, let me believe in you. Finally, like, let me believe that you can compete against these teams, the big three. That's all I want. I don't. I don't care if you lose the game, but lose by like seven or ten, and but be close the whole game, right? Let me believe in you. Ohio State hasn't done one of their big blowouts this year. Uh, no. They did it against West Kentucky, but like they haven't done it against a team that you like because they didn't really do it against Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Indi- it wasn't close, but it wasn't like a blowout. Ohio State usually fucking lights a team up. Yeah, Ryan Dale lights a team up. But it's the quarterback, and they are off a bye too. It's their quarterback, and I don't think he trusts uh, McCord? McCord as much as they're uh, coming. This is what I'll say: they're coming off a bye. Yeah, a little bit more confidence after that Notre Dame win in McCord. They might try to spread it out a little bit more and like light the it up. The crazy thing was, and their talent on offense is so explosive; they can just the score. It's wild the difference between CJ Stroud and like McCord. Like the game one where CJ Stroud was losing against Minnesota, then in the second half just flipped the switch and went on. Yeah, like. Ryan Day has not really like McCord hasn't been able to show Ryan Day that he can release him mm-hmm. as quick as he did CJ Stroud. Right, and I think maybe it's because McCord's not that like he's not on that level. Um, well, no, yeah, no, you, he, he might develop into yeah, that. That's level. what I'm saying. Maybe the bye week he found he figured it out and he can open up the offensive playbook more. That's what I'm banking yeah, on. That's that, what I'm banking that on. That could be a thing. Like McCord can finally they figured out. All right, McCord, boom. And the playbook goes from being this thin, like really thin, mm-hmm. to like huge. Like C.A. Stroud backed off. And with all the offensive talent Ohio State has across the board, it doesn't even need to be that big of a playbook because yeah, their but, guys are going to be open. Yeah, just make like, the throws. Just make the just throws. making it not so heavy on the run in like the pass. But like you said, Ryan Day doesn't really like all the pass the run that much in big games. Yeah. Now, this is somewhat of a big game. It is big noon. Joe Platt and Gus Johnson are going to be there. So oh, that makes me nervous because fucking everyone covers on the big noon games. Yeah, so on the big spreads, that's what fucking makes me nervous. It'll be interesting to see the other eleven o'clock game that we haven't got to and that we're going to get to now. Damn man, why is there three fucking God? So it's it'll be LSU. Before, yeah, yeah, well, main TV's Red River, but it's LSU Missouri. Missouri's five and zero. BK stayed at home. LSU coming off that huge, that disappointing loss against Ole Miss at Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, Jaden Daniels has played really well. The defense, like you want to talk about bad defenses, right? Like everybody's like USC's defense is bad. LSU's defense is worse. Um, not worse. Oh, it's worse. Not worse than USC's. No, no they like Jackson Dart look like a Heisman candidate. Hey man, people say Jackson they make KJ Jefferson look like a Heisman candidate. <laughs> They've made a lot of players look good. It's not worse than USC. So that's a little extreme. I'm not going that way. Oh, you're not going that way? No. I'm going that way. That's a that's a crazy take, yo. But that's I'm fun. going that they they're not talent. They just get they give up yards. All right, so if their defense is so bad, Missouri Brady Cook I think is probably in. isn't Brady Cook the best quarterback in the SEC now? I would say yeah. I mean I mean, there's not many to choose from, right? That's all. But Brady Cook's the best quarterback. Like, in the I SEC. feel like it goes week to week, right? For the SEC, you're like Brady Cook's the best, right? And then you got a bad game this week, and say like, 
Milrow has a good game. Or Milrow's the best quarterback, right? And you're like, then next week he has a bad week. And then you go, Leary's the best quarterback. Leary's the best quarterback, right? And you're like, yeah, it's it, it just flip-flops. There's not a clear cut. Like, in the Pac-12, you're like, it's Caleb Williams, Penix, Bo Nix. That's your three. And then you have Ward and anyone else. Uh, the Big 12, Ewers. Then it's Gabriel. Then after that, you go, Will Howard. Like, there's, like, clear cuts. Uh, Daniels. Daniels. I do like Daniels. But he's oh, he's hurt. So, it's unfortunate that you can't. I can't put him in there. But he is Dan. Daniels is. I think he's the best, actually, out of in the Big 12. Well, yeah. But, but like, in the ACC, you go, it's May. It's Travis May. Travis May. Riley Leonard's out. Riley Leonard's out, unfortunately. But it was Leonard. Like, that, there's a clear cut. You're in the Big Ten, you're like, J.J. McCarthy, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. The SEC doesn't have that this year. You don't go. No, it's Brady Cook. I just told you who well, the best. Right now, yes. But Jay Daniels is just putting up great numbers himself. Yeah, he's a numbers guy. Hey, he can, if he doesn't answer Missouri, that's four weeks in a row. That's fine. Put up all, He doesn't read the field at all, man. He just is one. I, I just hate. I just hate his. They've done a better job opening up from week one. I will say this. I hate the way he plays quarterback. If it's not there on one two, take off and run. Like he he's so selfish. It, it seems like he's a selfish player, and he just likes to have his stats good, but and I he's cool with this. losing. From I week one, from him. the cutback, the comebacks, the outs, and the slants, they've done different. Yeah. They've gone deeper now. Yes. Which. They've opened up the offensive playbook. The defensive playbook needs to get way shrunk, way shorter. <laughs> they need to go very basic no, on defense. No, no, it's not about the playbook on defense. It's about the effort and willingness to tackle, which they had no willingness to do against uh, Ole Miss or even Arkansas. Arkansas yeah. shouldn't have been in that game at all, but they got in that game. Yeah, and I'll say this, and I uh, will be probably wrong once again because I said it when LSU played Ole Miss. I like Missouri's defense. I think it's a good defense. And I think Missouri has probably one of the most, one of the best receivers that nobody really talks Burden? about. Luther, yeah. Luther Burton. Yeah. Luther Burton. Well, people talk about him that, that know because he's a five-star. Yeah, five-star recruit. But like, you know, when you get to Missouri, you know, things get stacked. Like, boom, boom, boom. He's really good. Mm-hmm. This this is one of the better two receiver matchups with Meachin and him. No, Neighbors. Is it na- yeah, neighbors. Neighbors for LSU. Yeah, neighbors. Is yeah, it neighbors, neighbors or neighbors? Neighbors. Neighbors. Okay. Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm terrible with names, guys. That's why I'm. Uh, but <laughs> I yeah, think, yeah. I know we're bad with names for both of us. But that it's a really good matchup that nobody's like really talking about. Like if this was like say if this, Missouri, your atmosphere better be good. By the way. Oh, and the fact that you're six point dogs at home, you should be motivated to not only win but dominate LSU, right? And if you dominate LSU, I'm throwing you guys maybe as favorite. You guys can win the East. Yeah, they're right there. I mean, they got to go between the hedges against Georgia. Mm-hmm. But you played them really close last year, and they were 10 times better than they are this year. So you have the opportunity. You beat LSU this week. You mean 10 times better last year than yeah, they are yeah, this year? Georgia's yeah, 10 times better last year than they are this yes. year. Yeah, yeah. If Missouri beats LSU this week, and I'm not ranking LSU high, I, but I, it is still LSU. And if they dom here, if they beat them by like say ten to two touchdowns, Missouri might be the favorite in the East. Mm, they won't be the favorite. They won't be but... the favorite, but they'll be in my mind. I think they'll be a bigger favorite than Tennessee, Florida, and Georgia. Um, yeah, 
don't know about Georgia. Georgia would still be the favorite in my eyes. Uh, I will say this, though. We were just talking about Maryland, Ohio State. LSU, Missouri, same kind of matchup, except one's at home and one's on the road. Missouri is the type of team similar to Maryland, where they'll they'll go on these runs and then they'll fucking lay a huge A. Yeah. Like, they'll shit the bed but bad the, in the some of these games. Is, though, they beat K-State this year. Usually, they'll lose that K-State mm-hmm. game. Yes. They won that game this year. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like their coach. <laughs> drink water? It's yeah. a drink water, right? I don't like them. He might fuck this game up too, so you gotta look at that narrative too. Just like Mary, you know, like a Maryland's coach, they both kind of do similar dumb yeah. things. Yeah, and you cannot have a coach do dumb things in big games. And I don't know what his record is, but I'm willing to bet Brian Kelly's record after a loss is probably phenomenal because of his overall record. Like yeah. he doesn't really lose back to back games. No, he really he doesn't. does a good job of rallying the troops when the chips are down. They usually come out and fucking light teams up because they lost to uh, after the oh shit. Florida I guess it was a couple games later after the Florida State loss because yeah. they blew the fuck out of um, Mississippi State but when they went on the road. So yeah, but I will say this. Remember when I said Clemson last week, they have nothing to play for? How well are they going to do? It's kind of the same situation with LSU. Yeah. If you're thinking national championship playoff contention and you are you lose two games and you're out of it, mm-hmm. what are your players' mindset at now? How do you readjust their minds? Well, Clemson came out. Well, and Clemson, yeah, Clemson, that's what I'm saying. Clemson did a good job. Has Brian Kelly adjusted it to... Hey, we're not. We might not win the national championship, but we can still win. No, the, they could still win the SEC. That's what I'm saying. Can, the mindset is win the West, and will players like win the West and win the SEC, or they're just gonna be like, well, we weren't looking for that. We already did that last year. Or it could be like the like Clemson played a lot of freshmen in that Syracuse game too that weren't probably gonna play before um, on the defensive line. Clemson, so LSU might just play a couple like be like fuck it. We'll play some young guys, get them some reps, and like they're hungrier, especially on the defensive side of the ball with how and, bad it I is. Mean, anybody, like, I would throw any freshman out there to see what you got. Yeah. Uh, especially on the defense. Offense, they still score. So defensively, throw anything. Anybody that shows any effort, throw them in there. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to be interesting to see. And you don't need to worry about uh, redshirting guys nowadays in today's college football with all the transfer portal shit that yeah. happens, like players leaving. So you just play them. So fuck it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, give me one second. Um, moving on. Uh, a two o'clock game that nobody's nobody's really talked about. Because it's on the pet. Well, well, it's on the Pac-12 network. And one of those things is the Washington State UCLA game. Uh, remember, I said last week if Oregon State beat Utah, the wildness is happening. Yes, the wildness is happening. Washington State's losing that game. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, and Vegas like they put the line at they a, put the line at three and a half and, for UCLA yeah. being favorite. I was like, God damn, because of course I was betting UCLA because I'm high on UCLA. Yeah, I think I think this is Washington's first real road test against a quality team. And I don't think they're prepared. They're, they had a bye week, but I don't think they're ready for UCLA. Uh, the Rose Bowl is not going to be packed. It's not going to be. It's going to be all right. But like UCLA's going to beat them. UCLA had a bye week too. Yeah, I know. But it's just going to be one of those games where you're like, damn, I, Washington State's going to lose. This is a. It's not upset because Vegas has UCLA favored, but the ranked team is going to lose this week. And like I said, I'm not high on Washington State as other people are. Now, uh, if Washington State beats UCLA, I will. I will. I will 
take a lot back what I've said about I, Washington I State. Washington, if they I said Washington State's the Oregon State of last year. And if they beat UCLA, they're... This will be the win that impresses me. If they, I, well, I, Oregon I'll, State impressed me too. But I'll say one. this. I'm like, they're in the hunt. Like they're, I'm throwing them in with the Washingtons, the Oregons, and the USC. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll throw them in there too if they beat UCLA. But I don't think they're going to beat UCLA. I think Brian Kelly's going to... Chip. Did I say Brian Kelly? Mm-hmm. Chip Kelly. Sorry. Chip Kelly's going to adjust. He's got his freshman probably figured out now. Washington State's defense is not as good as Utah's defense. No, and they're at home, a comfortable environment for the freshmen. Like, yeah. And I overall in that... It, Considering all the things that happened in the Utah, like I don't think he played as bad as like the scoreline suggested against a tough defense on the road. Freshman wasn't um, great. I, I fucking I was really more pissed off with the talent around him not helping him out at all, which yeah. fucking sucked. Um, I'm I'm still high on UCLA this year, so like that's the thing that I'm gonna still ride with. Um, that's why I'll go that way. Uh, just it'll be. Interested to see uh, how Kyle Moore does because people are trying to starting to put some Heisman buzz around his name and this and that. So okay. unfortunately, it's on the Pac-12 network though. In uh, Pac-12, you wonder why people leaving or leaving the Pac-12. You sit there and you're like, why are you leaving the Pac-12? That's why. You guys aren't on any major cable programs. You're on Fubo TV, Sling TV, and you're like, oh yeah, those are still good. You're not on DirecTV. You're not on Dish. You're not on YouTube TV. You're not on the main programs. Yeah, how did they not get a YouTube? You have to pay extra to get Pac-12, huh? It's not on YouTube. It's not even available? It's not even available because I have a sports package on YouTube and it's not available. You know, uh, I will say this. I don't know if I should put this out here into the ether, but um, when USC played, who the fuck were they? San Jose State? Yeah. Week Zero Uh, on the Pac-12 Network? I was able to find the game. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube, yeah. On regular YouTube, like so you can find the game on the uh, YouTube. You can stream the games, but like it's just one of those things where the older people are not going to do that. Yeah, they're not going to do that. And and also the Pac-12, you you kind of you you force yourself to have triple hairs every week. So this thing that's six teams, right? That's half your teams. Like you should have made a deal with. No, there's more than there's more than twelve teams in the Pac-12. It's called the Pac-12. I thought you did the number thing where it's more than 12. It's 12. Is it? Yeah. Okay. You take half your teams and throw them on the Pac-12 network. Right? You should have been making a deal with Fox. You should have done any low deal. If you did Fox and ESPN on a low ball deal, you got, I guarantee you, if you did any deal with them, they would have stayed in the Pac-12. But the reason why they aren't is because the, you're just forcing them you do three games on the Pac-12 network. And UCLA Washington State's on the Pac-12 network. You're like, what the fuck? That's a good game. Why? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch that that game when I can just go to CBS and watch Texas Alabama play Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Like you're just not. Like that's the thing. I, great transition by the way. They go to A&M. This is one of the things that Pac-12 shoots themselves in the foot. I was waiting for you to get done with this Pac-12 fucking just, network. But that's right? what it popped the, Pac-12, the Pac-12 I, I, is I dead. It's but already the, dead. There's like so there's no point in going. To- it, when you go through the reasons why, and you see a game, a quality game of Washington State UCLA, and you're like, 
Damn, why is that not on ESPN? Yeah, so you could just flip. So you could flip it between the Alabama A&M game. That's a, I will say that's an annoying thing about uh, going to streaming services. Like, it's harder to flip. Like, you just have to buy more TVs and have them streamed yeah. on different TVs. So, like, everything's forcing you to spend more money because you got to get another streaming service, another TV, if you want to watch multiple games Yeah. at the, at a time. But, so. like, it was just one of those things where the Pac-12 shot themselves in the foot with that network. And they, for, some, for the life of me, they didn't even try to get another deal done. Like, that's wild to me, too. Like, they never were like, hey, let's... Focus on getting all right, all right, I know, all right. like, just think about how stupid they're. Right. I know, but like, if you're a, anyways, yeah, I'll we'll move on. It, it, people are, are now thinking about it too, like, damn, that is true. Like, after the year, you wouldn't think about trying to get YouTube or DirecTV in with you guys, like, after the football season. No, you didn't. This baffles me that they did it. All right, move past, but move past. I, I like the Pac 12, and I, I'm glad we're moving to the Big 12, but like, I still like the Pac 12. It's one. Of the, it was one of the true regional things. Why don't you have the baseball game on? It was a. Uh, it wasn't on yet. Soap opera was still on. I was waiting for it to come on. Oh shit! Oh, it's on ABC. Yeah, Ugh. that's why. Um, Two thirty game, Alabama going to College Station to play A and M. A and M's a two point dog over under forty seven. Uh, I have more questions about A and M than I have answered, than I have questions about Bama. That's, I'm going to say that. I think Bama is still good. I think Bama is still the leader. I still think Bama is the top dog of the West right now. Man, the fucking... Uh, these dudes on... They're called the college football nerds, and they do all these analytics and all this bullshit with their uh, like predicting games and shit. I'm talking about how Alabama has the best defense in college football. Uh, I don't consider that. They played Mississippi State. They've, they've played really nobody other than Texas. Didn't they give up points against Mississippi State? No, not really. I think it was about 13. Okay. Maybe they do then. Well, an old Miss guy didn't score. So, yeah. Other than Texas, nobody's really scored against them that much. South Florida? They ain't scored. They scored 10. It's just South Bama didn't score either. Yeah. I think I have more answers now with Bama than I have with A&M. I think this is a... This is a... Make or break for A&M, right? Because it's another quality opponent. They didn't look good against their quality opponent. They played against... Uh, Miami. Miami. Their secondary looked awful. Then, But then you look, and they beat... They beat who was the last two wins against? Uh, Arkansas, and then they beat... Uh, they beat Arkansas, and then they beat... Uh, Auburn. Auburn. Auburn's the offense is bad. Yes. Uh, Arkansas was good. That was a good job. But Brad Johnson, Brad Johnson, Max Johnson didn't look. He looked okay in the first half, or about the first quarter, and some change. Mm-hmm. Then he went back down to I'm just gonna run the ball every play. Didn't look great in the second half. Defensively, they were good. Pick six, all that stuff. Johnson also threw a pick six. So there's, I have more questions on the A now than I have answers. Okay, um, I think. For me, AM's defense does good against uh, quarterbacks that can't pass the ball. Like and you, plus, AM, for some reason, can win at Bama. They cannot win at Kyle Field. Yeah, they do tend to. No, they won a couple years ago at Kyle Field. Oh, yeah, they did. They yeah. game winning field goal. Uh, um, their defense, this is. So I do kind of have a few answers in my mind for AM's defense. They're great in the front seven, they're really good. They're great at stopping the run. Alabama, like. 
they need to run the football to be our, all right. Milrow's not a great passer. He's okay. Um, yeah. He's not going to like threaten you down the field. So I think their secondary will be just good enough to hold Bama down. Uh, kind of like the KJ Jefferson thing type thing. Right. Yeah. I think it's the same, same kind of game plan. But I will say Milrow's better scrambler when the pass, like KJ Jefferson has no pocket presence. Yeah. yeah Milrow has a little bit better pocket presence. Not though. much, though. Yeah, but a little and bit. And he's a little bit quicker. He's quicker than KJ. So if he makes the reads quick and gets out earlier, yeah. um, AM did a good job of that. So it was a good warm up test to play Milrow. I think their defense game plan doesn't have to switch up too much from that. And, like, I think AM overall is the better team. Um, like, Bama doesn't have guys on the outside like AM does. AM has playmakers over the field, Bama doesn't. Yeah, but Johnson doesn't get the playmakers the ball, and that's a worry. Well, yeah, they need to work on that. That yeah. fucking what's it called? Wagman wasn't getting them the ball enough either. That's something yeah. that they they really need to work on. Uh, Jimbo's good against Nick Saban, like lately. He's been coming up with good game plans. I know they lost close last year, but it seems like he has a pretty good offensive game plan going against the Nick Saban defense. So I, I kind of trust him and Petrino putting some little wrinkles in for this game for them to uh, pull out a. Guess an upset win when AM's not ranked and Bama's ranked 11. But, and like, if you listen to my SEC preview, I kind of fucking like AM. I need them to win this game yeah. for my prediction, selfishly, to be right. Uh, and like, like I said, like, people say Alabama has the best defense in college football on certain other avenues that you can listen to. And I don't believe it. And I think they can be had, right. especially over the top. So, another 2 3 game, we're not going to get much in this. North Carolina playing Syracuse. Trap. trap. <laughs> we both like it. Trap. Yep. That's just a trap yep. for North Carolina. Stay away. Um, not much going on at, in the 233 o'clock range. No, not really. You need Daniels to play for Kansas. Yeah, if, Kansas, if Daniels plays, I'm betting Kansas. Um, 6 o'clock, you have the Kentucky-Georgia game. I think it's going to be another grind fest for Georgia. I think Kentucky can compete with them. Leary's not good, and though. The question is... Leary is not good. Is Leary. If Leary has a good game, if he just has a good game, doesn't he be great? Just good. Kentucky can beat Georgia. Yeah. Because I was, I think Kentucky's defense is good. Yeah. That's, that's good. What, that, that's the thing, right? If Kentucky... Can, and they're going to have a better game plan than just letting fucking Bowers light him up in the fourth quarter running a little well, fucking in-breaking round. Bowers routes. is one of the best threats in college football. One of the best tight ends I've seen in college football. I, I agree with years. that. I agree. However, the defense Auburn kept continuously playing against Bowers in that game was awful. Yes. Now, I they, I think if they cover Bowers, I think, uh, what's his name? The uh, the white receiver. Number McCorkle? McCorkle will have a good game. I think um, Beck has a has a issue throwing the deep ball on the outside. And anything outside the hashes, from what I've seen, he does. He's not great at throwing the ball outside the hashes. Yeah, um, he kind of struggles with that. And Kentucky's defense is really aggressive, um, and they're they're ball hawks. I could see Beck throwing a couple picks against his Kentucky defense, and maybe one going to the house um, that could kind of change the game a little bit. Um, however, it's at Georgia. It is at Georgia. Kentucky kind of on offense is the thing that I'm more... Like they, they had a great run game against Florida, but Georgia's not going to miss tackles like Florida did. 
No, Ray Davis isn't going to be getting those kind of yards no. against that. And after that performance, Georgia's going to focus on Davis. Yes, they'll be all out, and then that forces Leary to try and to have to... Like we said, Leary just has to have a good game. Just a good game. Because you can compete with them, but Leary, you have to have a good game. <laughs> and I've, I'm tell you the truth, Leary, the Dallas says Sam Hartman hasn't won a big game. Leary, I don't think you've ever even came close to winning a big game. Yeah, that's fine, but no one puts Leary at Sam Hartman level. Uh, no one does. No one. Don't don't fucking tr- uh, switch it up. I think they do. No, they do not. Now, they were talking no. about Leary being just as good as a transfer prospect that Sam Hartman was this year. Who? Every a lot of people were. They they were like, I think this is what they said. They said I think they got a better quarterback than they did last year. They said Leary's an upgrade from Will Levis. Okay, that's fine. I don't think it is. I think it was a downgrade. I agree. I agree it's a downgrade. I think the offensive coordinator was an issue last year, which is kind of showing they brought the other OC back, which was why I was high on Kentucky coming into this year. Um, yeah, saying that is not the same thing as putting him at the same level as Hartman, though. Hartman, I, Hartman. I, the Hartman, Hartman gets Heisman hype. He got Heisman hype at the beginning of the year. It died. It's dead. But no one talks about Leary for the Heisman. They only talked about Hartman. Hartman wasn't in there until the week one Navy game. I, don't even, I was on the People high. don't even know who Kentucky's quarterback is. I, I'm pretty sure the majority of people know it's shitty Leary. I don't think people watch Kentucky play this year. Uh, I, I doubt sh- people I'm pretty sure they watched game. him in NC State and were like, yeah, he's not winning big games. Yeah, but, that offensive system was bad. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss plays Arkansas. Not getting the Sam Pittman stuff. <laughs> um, the only question is Lane Kiffin keep it going uh, he's pretty I'm pretty sure he should in Sam Pittman and that yeah, team is fucking Arkansas done yeah uh, but fucking. Arkansas could win that game to get the 500 and you're just like oh no no surprise there um, little yeah. little brown jug don't skip it little brown jug little brown blowout right. yeah. I have no confidence in Minnesota I'm a PJ Fleck guy and I love them their quarterback is just terrible I had a shout out. I like that trophy. I always like yeah, the little brown jug. Their quarterback is awful at Minnesota. Do you think it, uh, that rivalry lost to Leicester whenever they uh, took down the Metrodome? Uh, they had some great games in that Metrodome. It's a Metrodome, right? Wasn't that Metrodome? Yeah, it was Metrodome. No, I like their new stadium. I just think, I just think that uh, it's not. Where these, I just think Minnesota this year is not like if Tim Morgan was there. I feel a little bit more confident, which is wild to say. I hated Morgan at Minnesota, but this quarterback makes them horrifically bad. Yeah, Michigan's gonna fucking blow the yeah. hell out of them. And if Michigan does blow them out, I'm back on questioning Michigan more than I am at anything else. Um, the 6:30 ABC primetime game, Notre Dame's got another road test, another ACC wannabe contender, could it be contenders. Your guy from Purdue, your your great Louisville team again, not great, but Louisville going to play going against Notre Dame. It's not called the KFC. Is it called the Papa John Stadium or is it called no, the KFC it's Stadium? It's definitely not called Papa John Stadium. He got canceled a couple years back. Remember? Is it KFC Stadium? Though? I think they just called Cardinal Stadium. That's what it is. Says, it called right? the Cardinal Stadium? I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I'd I, much rather it be the Papa John Stadium. Hey, again. don't get canceled like Papa John. I am not going to. Everybody, so Papa John still has commercials. They, he's not. The Papa's not in the house anymore. He got rid of it. Papa's in the house. Uh, yeah, Louisville <laughs> against Notre Dame. Uh, interesting matchup. Kind of actually want to lean Notre Dame this way because uh, they're a more proven team. Louisville tends to choke in these games. Uh, um, not the coach, Jeff Brown. 
um, not choke, um, choke, what's the right word? Kind of let me down because I always have high expectations for him going into the game and they kind of uh, let me down. Plumley is so, he's like a roller coaster. Yeah. And it's not like a, it's not like a, oh, he's going 400 feet in the air. He's like those, uh, he's the, uh, the shoreline roller coaster where it's, it, it's, it's high for a shoreline, but it's not like high. What the fuck is shoreline? Like a Jersey Shore. Oh. And like oh. a carnival roller coaster. Oh, where, carnival, where, okay. Where, I was where like, you're like, oh, it's good. And then you're like, oh, it's bad. It's yeah. not. It's not like a Six Flag roller coaster or yeah. those roller coasters. We're like, oh man, we're going 400 feet in the air and then dropping down. Yeah, it's just like a, oh, it's a roller coaster. Yeah, you... and it could go really bad, or you're like, oh, it's good. But I, the Notre Dame's defense is good, and I don't see Louisville is prepared for that. Uh, this one of those games where uh, they pull out the trickery. Uh, they can. And, I don't think they've done it much this year. And, but Louisville's played almost every game close. All right. I just thought this is why I'm picking Louisville. The undiscipline that fucking Notre Dame has. They were fucking awful in that Duke game. They should have fucking lost that game because of how undisciplined they were in that game, too. What the, they had, what, fucking 100 yards and penalties in that game? Is it time to question Freeman more? No, they just won at Duke. That's a big win. I know, but is it time to question, like, I know they, they keep, they've won games. But is it time to question, like, his coaching decisions? Like, I think it's time to be, like, he might not be, like, a great decision maker. I was going to say something about um, his presence on the sideline. Um, Because he was freaking out and, like, like his energy on the sideline and giving the bad facial expressions and be, like, kind of, I can see that. Yeah, I could see that kind of rubbing off the team a little bit, but maybe the team kind of likes a coach that expressive. Who knows? But for me, I don't want my coach to like be that expressive with every call every single time. Kind of want a little bit more. If something goes wrong really bad, yeah, go go the fuck off. But every single time, you don't have to have like downward energy. Like a stoic. He needs to be a little more stoic. Uh, yeah, like I don't mind expressive coaches, but every call, it's something. He's like, fuck. Well, oh, I'm like, all right, dude. Like, Maybe things was, things don't go right all the time. Like, be yeah. a little bit more positive. Be like uh, the clapper. Fucking, uh, um, what's his name? Jason Gary. Jason Gary. Not everybody likes the clapper. Matt Brown. I will say, not everybody likes clapping. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it too much. Like, if you do it over and over again. Yeah. Matt Brown used to annoy the fuck out of me with how positive he was no matter what. So, um, I mean, that. other than that, I mean... You have a really good G5 game. I'm not going to get much into it. Fresno-Wyoming's a sneaky good game. Yeah, that game's going to be awesome. That game's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think that's a sneaky good game. I'm, I'm really pumped. Good job by Fox putting that on. Yeah. Uh-huh. On that seven, because that, that's a good game. It's going to be grimy. going to be good. Uh, other than that, I mean, you have the mid the mid bowl, I guess you would call it. Uh, Texas Tech-Baylor. Uh, 9.30, your Pac-12 after dark is Arizona-USC. Um, I will say this. I think this might be. I, no, I'm not gonna give. No, I, no, I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. But there's a chance. I do believe Arizona is gonna win this game. But, My boy Justin Wilcox not gonna upset Oregon State. Uh no. You see, uh, 
The Oregon State coach had, or yeah, uh, California is not going to be Oregon State. Um, do you see the Oregon State coach had to apologize for doing the The milk? 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 Yeah, that that was funny though. I know, right? He was like, I won't do it again. Well, meet the parents can do it, but he can't do it. Like the little milking, not well, meet the parents came out 30 years ago almost, damn near. Yeah, probably 20. It's just like milk, milk it, yeah, the clock. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. It's but, funny. you know, in society nowadays, you're not allowed to do anything oh, that's whatever. funny. Who cares? Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. so It's fun. Baylor yeah. plays Tech. That's that's just a mid-bowl. Yeah, you're but, but it's just one of those things. The week looks like a lot of upsets. So, all right. You ready to get into our the gambling hour? Yeah, our cards. Yeah, let's get to the gambling hour. Our gambling hour. Well, it's not an hour. We're not going to talk about it for an hour, but it's the last segment we do every college football preview. We give our picks for the gambling. And uh, you want to go first? Or you want the, oh, should well, I? I technically still have the best record, so I... Oh, yeah, by far you have the best yeah, record. So I, I, I had an awful week. So. I went 10-10 last week. Uh, was a grind. It was rough. I had some, some, of, some, some to my card to make me 10-10. Uh, I'm 45, 42, and 2. Uh, so, this is my card for this week. I start tonight. <clears throat> I go Jacksonville State plus 3. Give me some Rich Rod love. Shout out Rich Rod. U of A. She never fired, fired you. But we did. I moved down to 3. What's 3.5? I got it at plus 3. Well, I got it at plus 3. So. Okay. Give me Jacksonville State. Why are they underdogs? Uh, <laughs> on the road. Mid-Tennessee State. I don't know. That's a trap. Yeah, it probably is, but I, I'm trusting Rich Rod. Uh, give me Liberty minus, well, move to 20 and a half. I got it. It says 19 and a half. I haven't bet it, so I guess it's 20 and a half now. Great. <laughs> uh, I still like Liberty at 20 and a half. Uh, apparently, they've been covering everything, so give me them. Uh, give me Maryland plus 20. Give me the Rutgers Wisconsin game under forty four. Just say what? Yeah, what? under under forty four. Okay. Give me Wisconsin Rutgers under forty four. Those Big Ten games. Uh, give me Marshall plus six and a half. I almost wanted to go money line. NC State starting a new quarterback. Brandon Armstrong's no longer the quarterback. Give me Marshall plus six and a half. Give me A and M money line. I know I have Alabama winning the West, but. But I just feel like it hey, felt like uh, in the preview you were talking your way into Bama winning that game. You said you had more answers with Bama. Yeah, but I, that's the thing. Wouldn't you rather be love the? Don't you love? You want the, the wild card? Don't you love the mystery more than the answer? Yeah, okay. So give me any of them money line. Give me Wake Forest twenty one plus twenty one on Clemson. Uh, just one of those things. Okay. All right, you're just back in Wake Forest. Yeah, you know, I, you know, in the ACC preview, I said I love, I hate mm-hmm. that, I love Wake Forest still, and that's my love. Give me Colorado minus four. Arizona State still sucks. You give me Colorado minus four, but their offense, Arizona State's def- offense is bad. Colorado's defense isn't that bad. Give me them minus four. Michigan minus 19. Like I said, Minnesota stinks this year. They're going to run, run right on them. Give me Fresno State minus six and a half. Mm. Uh, I've been riding Fresno State for about four weeks. Should have covered against Nevada. They had a bad fuck up at the end of the game. So give me that. Uh, give me Georgia Tech plus 21. 
No, they lost to the MAC team they, last week. Uh, I, I have this game because Miami's throwing out these ugly-ass black uniforms, and it was super annoying. I was like, these are ugly. They're nasty. Give me Georgia Tech plus 21. It's a uniform pick? Yeah, it's a uniform pick for how bad Miami's black jerseys are. Well, you know uh, Georgia Tech lost to Bowling Green, right? Yeah, and then they were looking ahead to this game. <laughs> okay. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, give me the under 54 and a half. Notre Dame, Louisville. Uh, Notre Dame hasn't had a game where in the past three weeks where it's been over. Uh, that trend stays same. The defense is good. Offense hasn't really been clicking. And plus, Notre Dame likes to run the ball. So the clock, they like to run the clock. Always now. ticking. Always ticking. Uh, give me Arizona plus 20 and one and a half. Might do a money line. It is the last game of the night. We'll see where we go from there. Uh, and then give me the over 60 and a half in the Tech Baylor game. Uh, it's just one of those games where I just. One of those games. And then my game of the year. You're hoping for Big 12 uh, magic happening in that game. Game of the year. Give me the Texas Red River Shootout like none other tomorrow. I always bet it every year. Red River Shootout over 60. Game of the year. Going to be betting the most money I probably will bet this year on that game. Actually, have to be. It's my game of the year. Right. So that is my card for this week. Hmm. We'll see where we go from there. I could I could either be really good, happy, or really bad. Yeah. Well, it'll start off early too yeah. with your game of the year at eleven. Then you'll yeah. be like, oh fuck. Um, yeah. Well, ride with those because you have the better record. Obviously, I was what was I nine thirteen and one last week. Another bad week. We we're going through it over here. Um. So that brings my record at 39, 45, and 2. Sad day. Uh, it's going to be a fight back to try to get to 500. Starting to get a little Rico ish there. Yeah, I know. Rico it's Bosco. Uh, I know, man. I'm fucking letting everything down. Um, so, uh, losing confidence, but hopefully we can build back up this week. Let's go. Um, got tonight's game uh, Jacksonville State. Middle Tennessee, um, just give me the over 52, and I don't trust the three. Um, that line seems like a trap, so I'll just say fucking like, score some points in that game. Uh, Liberty, I guess it's 20 and a half now. Um, I like the coach a lot. They came over from Coastal Carolina, which was a weird, wild move. Like That's like a lateral move. I don't understand why you go from Coastal uh, Carolina to Liberty. Shit ton of money. Uh-huh. Liberty, good job having money. Um, he's definitely going to be coaching at a big university. Hey, Michigan State, you need a coach. You should probably shout him out. I don't out. think Urban Meyer's going to Michigan yeah. State. I highly doubt that. But He just likes to be talked about. Yeah. He likes to be wanted. Um, but Michigan State should really look at the Liberty head coach. Um, give me uh, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, under 53 and a half. 54. Oh, even better. 54. Um, like I said, these big t- uh, 12 numbers, they keep keeping them like – a little bit too high for me, so I like to pick the under in those. Um, obviously, I'm gonna gonna roll with Texas. Um, I think it's six and a half. Yeah, like it's probably not gonna move. I wish it would go down. Hopefully, closer to game day, I get it at like five and a half. Maybe it'll go down a point. Hopefully, I highly doubt it'll go down a point. Maybe half. <sighs> yeah, but uh, yeah, give me Texas. Um, give me Missouri. Uh, take a money line. I don't need the six. Uh, Ohio State, Maryland. I'm going the over 58. I think Ohio State scores it's a seven sh- and a half now. Okay, and that's worse, better for me too. Um, but the money's coming in the wrong way that I I'm going with the games, but that's fine. 
Uh, yeah, I think Ohio State scores a shit ton uh, against Maryland. Um, uh, play I always play. Temple plus 14, double digits against a not very good UTSA team. Um, having even got, even got updates if Harris is playing or not, really don't give a fuck anyway. Just give me Temple um, 14. Uh, Western Michigan, 20 and a half uh, against Mississippi State. I'm fucking... I don't think Mississippi State should be three touchdown favorites over anybody. Uh, UCLA. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll add that to my cartoon money line. Um, yeah, against Washington State. Yeah. Um, A&M over Alabama. We'll talk about that. I'll just take Kansas over UCF. I think UCF might be down after that big collapse last week. Um, I got Kentucky. Uh... 14 and a half against Georgia. Uh, probably it depends on how the early days go, how I'm feeling. Probably just go money line Kentucky also on that. Uh, Michigan fucking smashing Minnesota. Uh, that's 19. Uh, Louisville money line against uh, Notre Dame, undisciplined Notre Dame team. I have Wyoming coming covering the. Uh, it, six. Was six and a, it was six and a half, now it's six. Yeah. So I'll take that. Um, give me Wyoming against Fresno State. Tough place to play. It's going to be a defensive battle. Grind it out. Actually, I had Fresno State and I flipped in my mind and went to Wyoming and scratched that off. And then uh, I got Tech money line against uh, Baylor. I think Baylor's like if they would have lost to UCF, I think the line would be a lot higher for Baylor. So just give me that. And um, which you could say for a lot of teams. So that's they mean. I think they. Weren't that great against UCF. They were getting blown out. Yeah. Lucky comeback. Think Tech wins easily against Baylor. And uh, give me Zona to cover 21 and a half against SC. All right. So. so those are our cards. as a preview for week six of college football. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting us. What time is it? It is 226. And OU still sucks. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy the Red River. Enjoy all, all the college football on Saturday. We'll see you guys Saturday night for our recap, and we'll be watching the Arizona game during the recap. We're going to actually do it during the Arizona game. We can't be doing these at 1 a.m. anymore, okay, guys? We've been doing a lot of those. Uh, we're going to try to get a live stream going for the Red River shootout as well. Oh, another thing. I forgot about this. I hate fanatics, by the way. Oh, yeah. I ordered this shirt September 25th. Yeah. That shirt ain't coming in until after the Red River shootout. That's bullshit. Yeah. It, it said five to seven business days. That's past five to seven business days, and it's showing up on Monday. It's bullshit. That's what happens when you allow a monopoly. I hate That's that. That's what happens when you allow a monopoly. I hate is a monopoly of any team store. You search any team store of yours, it's fucking powered by fanatics. Powered by fanatics. Fucking hate them. It's the worst thing that happened in yeah. sports apparel. Yeah, it's the worst. Even lids, powered by fanatics. Used to not be powered by Fanatics. Everything's powered by Fanatics team wise. You have to go to the co op if you're co op if you go in there, or you have to live in the city. It's just annoying. It baffles my mind. Or you have to buy shit a month in advance, maybe. Like I, that shirt didn't even come out until like two weeks before uh, that week of uh, September too. So what do you expect? I bought a Red River Shootout shirt for the game of the year for me, and you're not gonna get here before the game of the year for me. That's on you, Fanatics. And I hate that. I hate Fanatics. I just wanted to go on the rant. Yeah, well deserved. Popped in my head. Popped in my head. 
and, I, and I feel like everybody feels that way about fanatics. Yes. There's not one fa- sports fan. Well, fan. like uh, the people that know what it was like to order things from. Well, I guess you could go to eBay and Amazon then. Fuck it. Yeah, I guess. But like the people like back in the day where it was like, all right, I'm going to go to Liz, look for a hat. Or I'm going to go here, look for a hat. Oh, East, they, East Bay. East Bay. Oh, I, they got different things. They, everybody's got different things. Oh, cool. They have a shirt that this place doesn't have. Like it was just one of those things. Now everything's just powered by it. So when you go to like Liz and you're like, oh, I don't like any of these shirts. Let me go to the store. The Arizona store. Nope, guess what the fuck it is? It's powered by Fanatics, which is the same fucking shit on lids. Mm-hmm. That's where the noise is annoying. But anyways, we're on a little rant at the end. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. We're going to try to work a live stream in for the Red River Shootout. Um, we'll see you guys on Saturday. Yeah. We'll probably do the li- uh, we'll probably live stream the almost the whole day. Oh shit, that'll be a fucking long ass yeah, day. Yeah, we'll probably do the whole day. We might take breaks here and there. Uh, and then we'll just record this episode, the recap, with the live stream. We'll post it on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel cha- t- channel now. So go subscribe to that if you want to. And uh, thank you guys for listening. All right. We're out.